0: That uh, Our new story of the day uh, is uh, around speculation that uh, more DA councillors are set to resign in support of uh, Mayor Patricia DeLille in order for them to restart the independent Democrats. Now, it's reported that several sources in the DA and in the DeLille camp have confirmed that work is underway to relaunch the party ahead of next year's uh, election. Now, in 2010, uh, former DA leader Helen Ziller announced that it would merge uh, with uh, Patricia DeLille's independent uh, Democrats party uh, in order to better challenge the ANC in the then 2014 election. Uh, to give us some analysis, some insight, I'm delighted to be joined by political analyst Sanusha Naidi. Sanusha, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us this evening. Good
1: evening and thank you for the invitation.
0: So if this is true, if these rumours are to be believed, if speculation is to be believed, what would this, would the new look independent Democrats party look like?
1: Um, I think it will have more, I mean, in terms of how it was originally formed as a breakaway from the PAC, in a sense, where Patricia Udilal decided to form this party. I think this time around, you'll probably see not just uh, disaffected and frustrated ID members who are in the DA uh, uh, camp and as well as part of the the. Um, not merger, but a, a, an alignment between the two parties. I think what you'll see this time around is more, more. Perhaps you're targeting a group of individuals, or going beyond just the the, the, the frustrated or the disaffected former IE members who are who feel that you know that they don't have a particular voice or space within the Democratic Alliance. I think this, what she's going to be doing, if indeed she does do this, is to perhaps target those disaffected members from other opposition parties as well as from the ruling party. And that could be where she targets her her base uh, particularly, I think, and even from, from the DA itself, beyond just the ID, uh, members, I think the, I, the, the, the focus is going to be on how frustrated electorate, uh, and voters feel about what has been the ongoing, never-ending saga of the DA with regard to Patricia Dillil. So in terms of the impact this will have, it will definitely be something that she would consider because it's now about an expansive, uh, party or of an expansive, um, re- reconstituted ID, but I think she, it, we mustn't just consider it to be an ID party or a resurrection of the ID party after it's uh, after joining the Democratic Alliance, but rather one that has a much bigger profile of trying to target a bigger footprint of, of both uh, for, uh, uh, party officials who may be feeling disgruntled in their parties, as well as the electorate who are feeling Frustrated by the party that they voted for. So that could be part of it. Also, I think, you know, targeting associations, um, who essentially may have, uh, been frustrated, disaffected, or whatever you want to call it, that they, that she would start going for those associations that are operating at the community level, grassroots level within particular areas across the country. So it does seem to me that she, if there's going to be a ID, or if there's going to be a party that she puts together in life of next election, then it will be one that will not just be about uh, Patricia DeLille and the disgruntled uh, uh, former ID members in the DA, but rather targeting a broader a broader
0: base. Are you surprised by this? Because I'm, I'm thinking back to uh, the, the the beginning of the year and, and when the, the problems really started heating up between British DeLille and the DA and there were there were suggestions of well where could she go from here and I remember um, there was the controversy of her speaking um, at an EFF um, mm-hmm. memorial for uh, the mm-hmm. late Winnie Madikizela mm-hmm. Mandela and people were, th- were saying well does this mean that she's aligning herself with the EFF? Then there was a suggestion that perhaps uh, she was. She had her eyes on um, joining the ANC in the Western Cape, uh, but no real discussions around around this happening. No, I think it's, it was much
1: it, to my mind and my knowledge. I think it was a muted kind of space. That it's almost as if people must have. I mean, there was a sense that one got, and perhaps the kind of open secret approach that is if a little leaves the DA, she's definitely going to f- try and find a way and a means to re- re- reconstruct or resuscitate um, a party that could basically be have its foundation, by, uh, that she would create a foundation that links to the ID. So you're right in a sense where there's been a lot of these Intimations that about the EFF and of course the ANC. And when the ANC launched its electoral strategy for the Western Cape, I think Ibrahim Rasool also made uh, hinted at the fact that you know she's welcome to to uh, to, to, re- to to join the, the ANC. But I think for Patricia, Deseau, it's not just about going from one political party to another. I think the experience that she's had in the last eighteen months with the DA. Uh, And if you listen to her press brief this this afternoon, you would have seen that she talks about a smear campaign. She talks about uh, a transformation agenda that's not being heeded to and not being implemented in a more strategic and systematic way. And she talks also about the fact that she's taking it one day at a time. So I think for her, it's the fact that if she does... Uh, go, uh, depends what she does on Wednesday if she resigns or she continues to stay on because of now a new dynamic has emerged with regard to this decision that was taken in August. Um, what we will see is somebody who would probably want to be um, in, a, in, a, in a better position and not be constrained or, or sitting in a party that has already established itself and then trying to Put into the political culture of that party mm-hmm. and then going through a similar set of issues and a similar set of confrontations that she has gone through now. So I think that would be, a, in my opinion, should be at the foremost of her mind that I would want to be, I would create or recreate or whatever you want to call it, a party where I believe that I would not have to deal with these kinds of issues where there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a. There's a disconnect between the executive and, of course, what's going on in the party, factionism, etc. That's the other thing, is that if she goes into any other party, it she has to deal with factionism. She has to deal with competing cons- and that's something I feel that she probably is completely exhausted by in, in, if you've got
0: the tone of her press brief this, this afternoon. Do you think it's th- that in any way this, and again, we, we have to say that it's speculation at this stage, but do you think that there's any part of Patricia DeLille where this was a plan B? She's had this in her back pocket. Um, you mean the, sorry, just... Yeah, in, in in terms of in terms of uh, in terms of the uh, the independent Democrats, do you think yeah. that this is a, a very recent thing, or do you think even before, um, sort of I'm thinking even even last year that this may have been, uh, I don't want to say playing the long game because I don't I wouldn't mm-hmm. I wouldn't I don't think it is that, but that perhaps this was one of some options that she had in her arsenal.
1: Every every individual political uh, stalwart like of Patricia de caliber would definitely think of different options, and she probably has exercised the different scenarios that would play out and what would be her response. So the the, the point about whether the DA, I mean the ID con- uh, context, was something that she thought about. It could have been in the back of her mind if this plays out in the way that it's playing out now. It's definitely an, an option for her to. She would have considered as part of her her scenario planning in terms of what, how this whole issue would unfold and the implications this would have. And of course, the, the fact of the matter is, it's not. It doesn't seem like it's resolving itself. So, at this point in time, I think she's probably considered, considering uh, the, the 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 first step is clearing her name sure. and making sure that she does not. Uh, go in. I mean, she doesn't leave the DA with all those these clouds hanging over her head, and of course, to 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 basically have the uh, uh, option and opportunity to test the verification and to test whether what they are accusing her in terms of these accusations that has come up with the second government report whether or not she wants to go with that cloud over her head to start a new party. So that's something that I think is is, 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 is possibly uh, an issue that most leaders will think about or most political uh, stalwarts or most individuals will think about is what's my plan B. In terms of whether or not this was, uh, for me personally, I think that given what has transpired in the last uh, 12 to 18 months with regard to de law and of course this ongoing kind of to and flowing back and forth ebb and flow it is essentially at this point that this is not something, in my opinion, that just sprung up overnight and you see these, these, these different kind of potential scenarios playing itself out with regard to reforming or resurrecting another party or, creating a party, but brings in a broader base. I think that these, these issues and frustrations probably we've heard through the rumour have mm-hmm. been there about the voice of the, of the ID, the fact that they, uh, they feel frustrated and, and, and marginalised. I think having said that, I th- we also need to contextualise that the DA has undergone its own so-called uh, trajectory of how it evolved. So you got this kind of old guard in the DA, mm. you got a new guard in the DA, and I think that this new guard in the DA, which seems to be very power hungry and 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 is willing and are willing to not let go of their positions and so forth, that that group probably de- didn't think that Patricia de would react in the way that she has, taking them to court. Mm winning most of her court battles. And of course, they felt that, you know, it, to my mind, they feel like they don't want to let this go, that they have to win. And by winning, they have to do it at any possible at any cost to her or to the party. And that's the critical issue.
0: Just finally, Sunisha, I mean, we are not far away from the 2019 elections. They are fast approaching. Uh, what sort of strategy would uh, would the uh, the new ID have to formulate in order to uh, have any impact on next year's elections?
1: Well, if there's a party that's formed, and I'm not sure if she's she, going she to call it the Independent mm. Democrats or whatever the, the, the new name is, I think the strategy is to, well, firstly, they'll have to get, They'll have to wait for the fact that come 31st October, question is will Patricia will vacate her mayor of, mayoral office or will she stay given the current situation. So in that way, if they have to, if, if by some miracle it gets resolved by Wednesday and then she leaves office, then they have to hit the hit the ground running in terms of formulating their constitution, doing all of the necessary technical and institutional work, and then, of course, raising the funds to register as a political party. And then that means that they'll have a limited period of time in which to strategize, develop a, an election manifesto, and go out with their campaigning. So, obviously, the resources are a key issue here. Do they have the resources, both financial and non-financial, to get this off the ground and to start uh, and hitting the ground running in terms of an election strategy in order to attract the uh the 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 votes, having said that if they if they, i mean if they do that and all things equal come to fruition, then what we have to think about is whether or not the party that Patricia du forms will they be a kind of coalition partner to the bigger political parties now i don 't in this context i can't see Priicia saying, okay i 'll be a coalition partner for the d a if she does then it's quite curious, mm. but in this context, I think that challenge here is she's, not, she's, she's taking it one day at a time, as she said in the press briefing, but she's, but the, the challenge for, for this is that the longer this situation remains unresolved and procrastinates and we keep seeing this ebb and flow take place, it continues to narrow down the chances of a political party emerging and to, to conform to all of the electoral, electoral frameworks and, as well as the election strategy. Uh, to go forward with the election. The only other time I can remember when a political party that wasn't formed but protested contesting the election was the ISP in the ninety-four election. And that was the 11th hour kind of putting, the, putting stickers on the ballot papers so people were able to vote for them. But in this case, I think it's,
0: a, the structural issues are much bigger. It's interesting stuff and certainly one to watch. Uh, political analyst Nadi, thanks so much for your time this evening because <laughs> I think